I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey guys, welcome to the Dance Influence with Dana Alexa. I'm your host, Dana Alexa, and I'm here as always with my gorgeous co-host, Danielle Rose. Hey. And today we are so excited because we have the best guests ever, my <laughs> friend Shivani and Shia, who are the creators of B-Funk. If you don't know about B-Funk yet, it is a fusion of Indian styles like Bollywood and Bhangra with styles like hip-hop and jazz-funk. And it is a phenomenon. Like, their high-energy classes have become crazy viral, racking up 1.37 million subscribers on YouTube and counting, like growing by the second, almost 200,000 followers on Instagram. They are just killing it. Yes. <laughs> Thank you guys Thank you. for being here today. Thanks for having us. I'm so having excited us. to yeah. pick your brains about this later. <laughs> yeah. But as always, we're going to start the, the day with a little chat about the week. Yeah. And I had a very exciting weekend because, as anyone who doesn't know this, I am... Not a fangirl. That's what I would say. I'm not a fangirl. I'm, like, not a fan of anybody. And I know, like, you know, mm. some people are, like, they really into, like, yeah. a fandom. Like, they just love someone, and it's, like, you know, someone that they know everything about, and they never miss anything. And I'm mm. just not that type of personality at all. Except for one queen <laughs> that I worship. That I've honestly loved since I was a child. Like, yeah. a literal, I'd be, like, seven years old watching the show. And that is Oprah. Queen. Yes. If you're queen. out there. <laughs> queen. So this weekend, I got to see Oprah. She came to L.A. to do her 2020 Vision Your Life in Focus tour. And I, like, literally bought tickets the moment that I found out. And uh, the second she stepped on stage, I was like, Queen! And I don't think she heard me because I was, like, way in the back. (laughs) But, like, just I was sending her that kind of energy. But it's honestly been a goal for me forever because I just... I've always wanted to hear her talk and to see her energy in person. Mm -hmm. And she, like, did not disappoint me. And I don't know what it is about her that has always drawn me to her. But, I mean, besides the fact that she kills it and she's a freaking billionaire (laughs) and goals. But um, something else about her has always, like, drawn me. And, like, seeing her live, we are exactly the same. (laughs) (laughs) Like, hearing her talk... I was like, we could be friends. Like, yeah. it was just exactly just like, me. like we're yeah. sisters. One of the things she said, I was dying. She starts talking about how at times in her life, when she started to like do really well, people started to pull on her and ask her for favors, which yeah. I'm sure everyone can kind of relate to as yeah. you kind of elevate. People are kind of like, oh, can you help me? Can you help me? Yeah. And so imagine her, a billionaire, like how many people are like hitting her <laughs> help up? Me. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. So she's like, at some point, I started to get like burnt out because I was doing saying yes to everybody, you know? And so she talks to her man, Stedman. You don't know, that's her man. (laughs) For, like, a really long time. And Stedman's like, well, why are you doing this? Like, why are you saying yes to everybody and killing yourself? And she's like, well, I don't want people to think I'm not nice. And so Stedman goes, you think you're nice? (laughs) (laughs) And I died when she tells that story because I have been saying forever, like, I'm not nice. And I've never heard anybody, like, own it like that and yeah. say it like that, except her. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm yeah. totally on that wave. Like, I'm kind. And he's like, she said, Stedman was like, I thought you were more self-aware than that. Like, you're not nice. <laughs> I love that, That's though. Really funny. I yeah. love that. And I was like, yeah. me either. She's like, I'm kind. I'm generous. I'm loving. I'm loyal. I'm a lot of things. But, like, I wouldn't put nice, like, high yeah. on my list. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And she just said it, like, so... 
as a matter of fact. Yeah. 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 Like, like, it's not a big deal. It's not yeah. a bad yeah. thing. No. Like, yeah. It's not a negative thing. To me, thing. being nice isn't a, a bad thing either. Yeah. It's great to be nice if that's genuinely who you are. Right. But I feel like niceness has a little bit of, like, subdued mm. quality to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think if you are real and honest, that it's also... I don't know if you could do both, really. Yeah. Like, could yeah. you be nice and be, like, super, like, real? Or would it be having to be, like, a Yeah, yeah that's a weird... I th- That made me think of Friends. I know, like, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm obsessed. But it made me think of Friends where, like, Joey is always talking to Phoebe about how, like, oh, there's no... No such there's thing no, as a... Yeah, yeah, no such thing as a good, like, a self... <laughs> Flesh, a good, selfless good, good deed, deed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that's really true. Like that's a very like, are you being nice because you want to be nice, or are you being nice because you know you want to be nice, but also you're going to get something back in return? In yeah. return, yeah. 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 nice yeah. is a slippery slope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. let's just not be nice. Yeah, let's just cut that out. <laughs> but I just never related to that word, and it's not like yeah. I'm saying I'm not like people yeah. shouldn't be nice. But yeah. it's just not a word that I've ever felt like, oh, that's like a goal for me. I'm mm-hmm. more interested in being real and being good and being yeah. you know genuine. Honest, honest and genuine. Yeah, like. A lot of other things that I really resonate with. So it's cool to hear her say that. There was something actually that you posted on your story, I think, last (laughs) week that I loved, and we talked about it for a little bit. But you were like, (laughs) You're like, What? (laughs) You were like, There's a difference between like supporting your friends and overhyping your friends. And I just Mm -hmm. thought that was a point that nobody really talked about. And I think that's so important. And Mm -hmm. it's like that also kind of plays into the niceness factor of like, You you have to be real at the same time. You know, there is a balance because I've had friends get angry at me and say like you know I'm posting videos and and I don't feel supported and I'm like well why don't you feel supported because I'm telling you go out do your thing like yeah. I'm proud of you just cuz that video didn't get a wow this is the greatest thing I've ever seen in the mm-hmm. history of all the world comment doesn't mean that I don't support you yeah. Right. Right. yeah it means this video didn't blow me away maybe it's not indicative of the potential I see in you but yeah. I'm still proud of you for putting in the effort and I'm waiting to see what you're going to do next yeah. right. Right. so I can either a offer you genuine feedback I'm not going to go to your video on YouTube and be like hey this is pretty good but I think you could have yeah you know yeah what I mean? yeah, yeah exactly. that, everything is you, not for everyone you know yeah. so yeah. you know Sometimes people just the moment they start doing something, they want automatic like overpraise. That's like, yeah, and 100%. it's like if you really want me to support you, then I'm gonna help you yep. create stuff that I'm like, damn, that blew me away, and then I'm gonna give you the praise that you earned. Yep. Right, right. Pushing you know what I'm grow. saying? Right. So then that makes people upset sometimes. They think mm-hmm. that's a lack of support, but I'm like, actually, it's more support. That's more yeah, supportive yeah. because it's actually helping you grow to the next phase and not settle in mediocrity yep. and think yes. that you're lit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. But anyway, the big. Uh, excitement that almost I almost died <laughs> was that Oprah fell on her face in the <gasps> middle of the event for, in front of 14,000 people. Queen said you should live your life in balance and then she fell. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Like I literally was like <gasps> Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, she fell like <laughs> the and I was not okay. I like needed to be resuscitated. But she rolled around. She was like bad shoes. Like she blamed on her shoes. And then Stedman ran up, and she's like, "Look at my man. He's trying to help me." Uh-oh. And then she was like, "Wouldn't it be nice to be talking about balance and then to fall?" Yeah. <laughs> and Ironic. I was like, "But she recovered so fast. Yeah. And like regained her composure so fast. Made a joke of it and was just like, <laughs> yeah. I talked about balance, and I like literally fell on my face. Yeah." So that was hysterical. But do you guys have anybody... Like, I'm going on and on about Oprah. Like, I'm not a crazy stalker or anything. I just love her. But do you guys have anybody that, for you, is, like, your person that you, like, totally geek out over? Or am I alone in this? I don't know. I, 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 yeah, I don't know if I... I 
feel like it's a weird thing, but Miley Cyrus. Like, I don't oh, know really? what it is That's about interesting. her. That's interesting. I just, try not to look judgmental. I, <laughs> right. Okay. Watch my face, girl. No, <laughs> I don't know. I just always have kind of, like, resonated with the fact that, like, yeah, she's changing and she's doing all these things and she's going through life and she's kind of doing her thing, but she's under the spotlight. But still, yeah, she went kind of yeah whatever but like <laughs> she found it and like she's not hiding from it yeah. she's embracing it and kind of like moving on and I don't know I just get inspired by that because it's it seems real to me like yeah. it seems like and I've seen her in real life I've like seen her in person and I love that I felt that same energy that I mm-hmm. thought that she's she just had. it yeah, yeah. Exactly. she's That's just dope. herself that so is dope. yeah how about you guys you got anybody that you're oh, like oh my gosh there's like really so many <laughs> but like honestly lately I've just the show's over now, but Gina Rodriguez, I love oh, yeah. her She's so dope. much. Just like her talent, mm-hmm. her craft, um, just like everything I've seen and read in terms of like how hard she works. And mm-hmm. so she's definitely somebody that I look up to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love her, and I love her work Chad ethic. Like, yeah. yeah, no, honestly, yeah. I, I really, I, I don't know. I don't. I mean, I think like I resonate with different people at different times in my mm-hmm. life. Yeah. I'm like, if I can identify with something that they're going through, and if it mm-hmm. feels something like that hits home for me. Um, but it just really, really depends. I think, um, yeah, I think I just go through phases. But I know growing up, I idolized a lot of Bollywood stars growing up. Is I, there, like, one in particular, maybe, oh, especially in your both, dance community? Yeah, yeah I think yeah. we're both Madhuri fans, for sure. Madhuri, yeah. Madhuri is, like, the goddess of dance in, like, in the Bollywood realm. Goddess of, like, dance expression. expression. Oh, like, cool. how she even moves her eyebrows. It's, like, oh, it's cool. every girl's dream to dance like Madhuri Dixit. Mm, yeah. That's their dream. She's oh. just, like, she's just some sort of presence. And I think yeah. I've always idolized her growing up. And I, I don't think that ever stopped for me. So she's yeah. someone who's always I actually been, like, remember consistent. seeing a lot of her videos when I was living yeah. in India, that was somebody that came up a lot. Like when I judged a show um, in India for a while, a dance show, and like yeah. a lot of the dancers would say, like she was a huge. Oh yeah, she's timeless. Inspiration. She's yes. timeless for sure. Yeah, yeah. amazing. Um, aside from Oprah, I have one other person that I really love. Not mm-hmm. like as much as Queen, but like yeah. almost as much. Yeah, and that's J Lo. Oh sure. J Lo for sure. Yeah, yes. yeah. yeah, and. J-Lo was the guest at this event. So, like, I got to see it together at once. (laughs) And J-Lo's interview was amazing. Like, she's, again, the two of them together, it felt like you were in their living room. Like, the two realest people I've ever seen. And it's funny because they're two people who I've always felt attracted to. Yeah. And for someone who doesn't even have that type of personality, I thought it was super interesting, like, watching them talk. I was like, I could totally hang out with y'all and, like, sit in the living room and, like... It's, Kick it. it would, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, it yeah. would resonate like with everything. Right. And so one of the things she was talking about, you know, they asked a lot about her relationship with Alex Rodriguez. She's yeah. engaged to Alex Rodriguez. And um, so Oprah asked a lot about that because, you know, she, she's she gotten engaged and married a couple times. Let's not drag it. But not like anyone else. I, know. <laughs> I have never done that. But, um, but yeah, so they're asking about her relationship with Alex Rodriguez a lot. And she says that the thing about him that some the most special and that she's not had with anyone else is that he lets her shine. And he not only lets her shine, like, she never feels like he's, like, trying to pull her back and be like, Mm -hmm. come back here and, like, be safe and, like, don't outshine me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I, as soon as she said that, I was like, that's it. You know, people always ask me, like, why are you single? And I'm like, I'm single because that's hard to find. You know, when you're someone who can feel like you have something more and there's more you want to do. And Mm -hmm. honestly, I can say with almost complete certainty that every relationship I've ever been in, that has been mm-hmm. a fatal flaw, is that I have always felt stifled and, like, yeah. reeled in and, like, hold on, remember your place, don't do too much, and judged, and I don't think I can ever get into another relationship until that's not the case, until mm-hmm. there is that support and mm-hmm. someone who's like, 
go go oh, be hi. free yeah yeah too. like yeah own your shine you know mm-hmm. what i mean yeah i feel like i mean i can kind of identify with that in the sense of like feeling the need to kind of dim your own light mm-hmm. yeah. in order to make somebody else feel comfortable mm-hmm. but the, the the notion that we can both shine together right. isn't for some reason obvious and then you end up being kind of a support or a backbone to their career or mm-hmm. to their wants and needs and then you neglect your own i right. never heard of anything like that never <laughs> happened. yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I can I 100% understand Unrelatable. that. Yeah. yeah. Unrelatable. Completely. Not me. No. <laughs> but it's very real. But yeah, it's, it's such a real yeah. thing. And honestly, the thing about it is that if male, I, for me, what I really believe is that m- women are super powerful and men are super powerful. And when we mm-hmm. come together, mm-hmm. we create an energy that if we use it right. Correctly, yeah. It is just right. all powerful. Yeah, it is absolutely. the yin and yang. Like, yeah. it is everything. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, that's what I'm waiting for. And until I find it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going back down that that rabbit hole because mm-hmm. I already know, you know, I do carry a lot of energy with me and I have a lot more to do and give. And, yeah. and I'm excited to support somebody in their journey, too, and let yeah. them yeah. live. So, right. like, I want that mutuality as well. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so that's just for me. That's, like, right now. Like, without that, I just don't know. Like, Yeah, I, it's, yeah. it's so important because it's so easy to lose, like, a sense of individuality and identity through somebody else. Absolutely. Yeah. So until you kind of have a lockdown on what that is for you. It's... That could happen in a friendship, in a partnership, oh, too, yeah. right? Oh, sort of situation. Oh, totally. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Do yeah. you guys feel that you do a good job in your business partnership of Definitely. like allowing the other person to shine and take the lead where they're strong? Hundred percent. I think. Yeah. Um, I think what helps a lot is that we communicate a ton because Taya's like really good with that. So <laughs> I've become better with it because of her. But because of that we're able to like honestly get through anything. And in terms of like, especially with this industry and like paving your own way there's so many things that are going to knock you down and the last thing that you need in a friendship or relationship whatever it is is any sense of like jealousy or any sense of like miscommunication like so many things can mm-hmm. go wrong or Absolutely. you know uh, things that are like just external things yeah. that you can't control right Absolutely. so you have to be able to like come together as a fist and like really just own things together mm-hmm. and share burdens and that's right. something that I think that we've really fought through. I think we're both very self-aware too. Yeah. I think we're very aware of like ourselves and you know what we bring to the table mm-hmm. and we know when to take a step back and when to take a step up and what yeah. tasks to I think to that's own. like such yeah. an important thing yeah. and it was interesting Oprah talked about her friendship with Gail. She's been friends with her best friend Gail for a very long time and she says the thing yeah. that has kept their relationship together all that time is that Gail has always wanted her life and never wanted Oprah's life. Like she always wanted oh, her own amazing. life. Mm-hmm. And so like I think that's such a big thing because I've had relationships, friendships fall apart for that too and that like people get like I don't know. It almost becomes like an unhealthy obsession. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because yeah. when you work together and you're friends and you're, everything overlaps, it almost becomes hard to like maintain that individuality. 100%. So that the crossover doesn't become like toxic. And right. Yeah. 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 You yeah. know what I mean? So oh, yeah. I think it takes strong people, it takes communication, mm-hmm. and it takes that awareness of like, if we build this properly yeah. in our together and separate, then we're going to really have something yeah. worth having. Yeah. Yeah. I Rather think it's, than, yeah. I think it's also just kind of keeping like the, the goal in mind and like the bigger exactly. picture in mind. And I think that mm-hmm. for us, we know that this is definitely way bigger than us in terms of the things that we want to achieve and do yeah. um, for the community. Mm-hmm. So we always try to reference that if things kind of seem petty at times. Yeah. yeah. You have yeah. to like do a zoomed out perspective. Yeah. Oh yeah. All yeah. the time. Yeah. We try to like remove ourselves and look at things from just like a bird's eye view and look mm. at it like okay this is way bigger than both of us and then and then the best part I think we both know each other's fortes like how she was saying it was like I know what I'm good at she knows what she's good at and then we just go for that so. that's amazing yeah. and I'm sure you learn from each other constantly oh, yeah. as oh, yeah. well all the time. every day yeah, yeah. Like, 
that way eventually the whole team yeah. is just like can yeah. do anything right yeah. like it's just like a shifting and I noticed mm-hmm. that too like in times I was on a team but the other person didn't really want us to win as a team and just wanted to win themselves uh, there wasn't yeah. a lot of crossover in that like yeah. I was never taught anything it was always like do your role and then like move you know what yeah. I mean yeah. Like, yeah. yeah serve the team but then go like yeah. don't don't overstep don't learn don't grow because that growth creates in that closed mind it creates a uh, like uh, puts it in jeopardy almost. Yeah. Like, right. oh, you're going to outgrow the team. You know right. what I mean? Like, exactly. Play your role. And then you're right. more of an employee than a teammate, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So tell me about um, what sparked this idea? Like, what what birthed B-Funk? Yeah. Um, so first of all, Chai and I met four years ago, and mm-hmm. we met very randomly at a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> so it was very, very random. Um, but what kind of sparked was that we both kind of just realized that there was a gap in the industry in terms of having a mainstream class for Bollywood and Bhangra. And there's a lot, the dance circuit, the collegiate dance circuit for Bollywood, Ross, um, Indian styles of dance is huge in North America. But there wasn't a class where you come in, um, you warm up, and then you learn a combo, and then you film. There wasn't anything like that Which for is the South traditional Asian. Stru- if you're not yeah. a dancer in LA, that's the traditional class structure. Now you go into yeah. class, you warm up, you learn a combo, and then you film it. And that's yeah. kind of become. Or you do select groups if you're not filming. Like yeah. that is yeah. the typical structure. Yeah. So um, when I moved out to LA, like right away, I was just doing IDA training program, and then taking your class, taking so many other classes, and I just noticed that there just wasn't anything like that for South Asian dance. Yeah. I remember doing private. I, it, for those of you who don't know, Shivani has been my student for a long time and I have yeah. done a lot of private lessons with her in, in my, more my style of dance and I remember specifically the lesson where you were like I have an idea and yeah. I want to kind of fuse these yeah. things together Yeah, what do you think yeah. and I was like do it yeah. like get out there and do it but I yeah. don't know how, how you guys came together yeah. with this yeah you know we were just having a conversation about goals and um Basically, I was—I uh, came out here to pursue entertainment, and so I was working at Warner Brothers, and Shivani and I just had a conversation, and she'd been, like, heavy in the industry, auditioning and working for several different dance companies, and so we actually had a talk, and she was feeling frustrated, and she was like, you know, I really, really feel like I'm doing so much, and I'm spreading myself so thin, but I don't feel fulfilled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I said, okay, write down a list of things that you want to do or achieve, whether it's long-term, short-term, or whether it feels lofty or not. Mm-hmm. And so she wrote down a number of things, and then one of them was, I want to start a Bhangra class. And I said, okay, that's something you can achieve now. Mm-hmm. you know. And I said, why do you want to start a Bhangra class? And she goes, well, I feel like the techniques that Bhangra can offer can be useful to the professional dancer in L.A., mm-hmm. whether they're Indian or not, um, because it like requires you to use different muscles in different ways that you don't typically do and some of the other styles that are a little bit more grounded. Mm-hmm. And she said that when she was... You you know, auditioning and um, that there were these uh, casting directors were always looking for something that would set you apart and made you kind of have an edge. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so she was like, I really feel like this can give the professional dancing mm-hmm. an edge if they have a little bit of like a cultural, I don't know, addition to, to their advantage. Yeah. Yeah. To their inventory. Yeah. And so she was like, I want to start this. I really feel like it's helpful. And I was like, great, start it. And she was like, you're doing it with me. I was like, ah! <laughs> I, was like, I was like, you're doing it with me. It's easy to motivate, but then yeah. you got real in. Yeah. yeah. I was like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> great, you're co pilot. Yeah. yeah. So that's basically kind of how. So you start yeah. teaching classes. What happens? First class. How many people show up? What's yeah. the, what happens? Like eight people, I think. Eight people, including us. Including us. <laughs> so, I 60. Say that. Yeah. <laughs> so 60. Um, uh, yeah, our first class. Better. Yeah. You know what's so crazy? crazy and I don't I 
I don't even, I don't even know if I can say this, but I you can we, say anything uh, you want. Yeah. Really <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Um, but you know, um, Millennium, I approached them with this idea, and um, you know, they very quickly were like, you know, since you don't have experience just yet, it makes sense to not be on the roster. So I was like, okay. And I just the next thing I thought of was like, okay, fine, I'll just rent out the space. Mm-hmm. And then we rented out space for like a good two, three months at Millennium, and just held our own class and. Um, I think that was the birth of the realization that if an opportunity is not given to you, you have to create your own. And that sometimes and the no is the blessing, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Because if you had restricted yourself somewhere, you might not have had the necessity to really brand yourselves the way you have and yeah. become the business people that you have because you would have been getting a paycheck through somewhere else exactly. and now you're your own entity. Yeah, because yeah, mm-hmm. the notion was that Bollywood is not a professional style of dance. That was right. the notion. Mm-hmm. And and as it, it's not a discipline by all means. It's not a discipline but there are, you know, obviously it's it's a fusion of several different elements of, of professional disciplines of dance. Right. And also it's just a movement. It's just a it's just a vibe. It's just a feeling. That's yeah. what Bollywood mm-hmm. is. And so there is so much prestige and value in the art form that mm-hmm. we're really, really trying to hone in on and share, essentially. Yeah. I think yeah. it was so interesting to me the things I loved. When I lived in India, the thing that really set India apart is that like if you watch a dance performance in a movie that becomes iconic like first of all you know dance is everywhere it's part of everything in entertainment but like it becomes iconic and people know the choreographer they know who choreographed that Mm -hmm. they know like the dancers they know like you know what I mean and it makes their a lot of their major actors are also just all around entertainers they sing they dance they do everything yeah like the art is just pervasive. There's no, like, you're a dancer, you stay here. You're this, you do that. Everyone gets their credit. Everyone throws all their talent Mm -hmm. into the pot. And it's so funny that it's so closed off, like, in India. Like, that world is so massive. Yeah. It's like, like Bollywood is... Yeah. You can't wrap your head around it. It's bigger than anything that you can imagine. And then, like, here, it's like, what's that? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we're we're so separated from something that is so powerful and just like and it's such an impressive and amazing form of expression like I was in awe like I could not get enough yeah it's like it's not it's not comparable essentially to anything that is necessarily western but it's just kind of appreciating it for what it is yeah Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely that is ridiculous so what was the moment that after you had your six people in your first class that you guys were like well, we on to something here. Like, <laughs> um, not, not eight of us anymore. <laughs> you know, what happened was, is we put out our first class video. And after that, it like caught fire on YouTube because the singer of the song that we danced to, he shared it. And who was that? And his name is Diljito Sanj. And a year later, we ended up performing with him at IFA, which is pretty much the Indian Oscars. Wow. And which was like our whole world came full circle mm-hmm. because he pretty much That's helped launch. the first launch video you uploaded. The wow. very first video. Very first video. So, and it, I mean, we didn't know anything about like tagging and things like that. We just uploaded it. And then from there, it was like everyone kept hashtagging this term heavyweight Bhangra. And it was, Bhangra is usually done by males. Yeah. So I think that's also why it was so interesting was because it was done by two females and we were yeah and then we also didn't just do bunga we were we like heard this music at the end of the mix of the song and we were like we don't feel like doing bunga we feel like hitting like a quick like tick tick like a quick like hip-hop move there and that's what we heard and so we're like okay let's just do it and then we you know, we were driving in the car, and Chai was like, I don't think we should call this class Bhangra. I think we should call it Bhangra Funk. So that's how the name got 
it wow. coined. Yeah. yeah, that's amazing. That's so cool. And so you call the people that take your class the Funk Fam, the Funk right? Fam. And so why? Did, yeah. What what brought that on? Yeah, I think that it just became such a familial environment, and everybody yeah. that came in, the community that came in, was so supportive, so loving, um, and it was something that they just kind of it just. It just brewed on its own, yeah. you know. I think just the environment was just so um, non-judgmental, which we loved, and it just felt like a family hmm. um, through and and throughout. And so it just it was just really natural that term "fun yeah. fam" for us. Yeah. I don't even remember thinking of it. it just kind of no, happened. Just kinda yeah. happened. We're like, it just kind of happened. It invented itself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's have fun fam. I was like, oh, okay, that's so funny. Yeah, yeah, we got a name. Um, so once that first video caught fire for you guys and went viral, um, did you then start being like, dang, we should take this social media seriously and start making this more of a thing? Or did you still keep it pretty casual? Like, how did 1.37 million followers, like, subscribers, how did that happen? Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, my first memory of uh, really being motivated was when we had a conversation about, uh, being motivated to have Dance On see our content. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, Dance On was a platform that we really looked up to, and we just thought it'd be so cool to see Bunger or South Asian styles of dance on that network. And so we did like four or five videos, and I think the first four or five videos when we were like, okay, let's just like get five solid videos out and just see what happens. And then from there, we did our collab with them, their collab, Dance On class. And that video was the one that got like a hundred million views. A hundred oh, million on, views on Facebook. Like across platforms. Yeah. That's yeah. Oh my yeah. wild. Yeah. That's, That's wild viral. And so for those of you who don't know what she's talking about, Dance On is kind of an intermediary company. They work between brands, artists, things like that, and they connect those people mm-hmm. and interests to influencers or to people in the dance community. And so they produce a lot of video content for a lot of dancers out here that are represented by them. So that's that's the company that they're talking about. Yeah. Just to kind of bring any non-dancers yeah. up yeah. to speed on yeah. it. Yeah. So um, what about now? Like, how, do you guys still upload all your own content or do you have someone who handles that for you? We and- do, yeah. Um, you know, I would... <laughs> we're a two-woman show. We're a two-woman show, and I would definitely <laughs> say we're a one-woman show. <laughs> well, you know, not this show, but... Right. Yeah. <laughs> just see yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, I'm a one-woman show a lot of the time, so yeah. I totally understand. Yeah, yeah. and I, you know, I feel like... And we were, like, proud of it. We're like, whatever. It's something we have to work on, but definitely micromanagers yeah. because, you know, because we started doing everything ourselves, so any time that we need to, like, pass on work or anything now that there's things that we just can't handle everything at once just the two of us so now when it's time to pass on tasks or to our intern or something it's like we just have a really tough time doing it because we're like it's really you hard know. to part with it but yeah. let's be honest yeah, it's yeah. because people screw things up yeah yes. <laughs> yes. I mean you, we don't invent this idea that like oh no one can be trusted people yeah. prove they can't be trusted yeah. they do yeah. things that are like yeah. a child and you're like what did you do to my thing <laughs> what did yeah. you do to my thing I could have done thing. it myself right. well yeah. nobody's gonna care about your content or your baby as much as yeah. you are right? I hope so. that's not true I hope not yet I hope, yeah, yeah. You know, you hope that the thing is people, especially in Los Angeles, tend to care about things that bring them some kind of value, whether it be financial or whatever they think that it is, the value that they're getting. And when they don't see value, they're like... So yeah. you, you hope that that's not true because obviously you both found value in the same thing, and yeah. I'm sure that the students in your class you're you're bringing a lot of people up that are vibrating on your energy and want to be part of this in a real genuine way. Yeah. Right. So you hope eventually. In time, you will find a team, even if it's small, of people that really love it as much as Mm -hmm. you. Yeah. And that really can 
can bring something valuable to the table, not just do the tasks you sign off. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? But, right. like, really bring value. Right? Yes. Right. Yeah. And I, I think that that will come. I just think it takes time to really find that and build oh, that yeah. team. And yeah. honestly, it is still, as as much as you've got grown, it's still a new thing for you guys. Just, yeah. You still have so much ahead of you to, to create and to do with this. Yeah. So, you know, I think the hope is that we can all find, like, yeah. A fam. A fam. Yeah. A, a fam. fam. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So your classes started to take off. Now your classes are full in L.A. And not only are they full in L.A., but you're being pulled to teach in other places as yeah. well, right? So you just got off a teaching tour. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that. Yeah. Tell us about teaching other places and how that's going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we went on a mini East Coast tour, and traveling and teaching is something that we absolutely love to do because then we get to connect with the people that are watching our videos, like one-on-one, get to dance with them, train with them. So traveling and teaching has been something that we love so much what was a highlight of like the last tour tell tell us like a highlight oh boy i really enjoyed dc actually (laughs) yeah washington DC. yeah dc was a lot of fun this time um i mean it's always wonderful when we go to like our largest hubs because they're just so the energy is so infectious Mm -hmm. in these cities and they're so keen to learn and be there for each other which is we always tell them you know you're here for each other because you share a like passion mm-hmm. um, and because you enjoy doing the same thing and we're just giving you something to do while you're together yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. so yeah, we're just leading it yeah, yeah exactly. y'all gotta love each other otherwise it's gonna yeah. suck yeah <laughs> it's true but DC was a lot of fun yeah, yeah I think the highlight is seeing how hungry they are mm-hmm. like when you tell them something it's like okay they just receive they it, it so well and I think there's such a thirst for knowledge and when we see that thirst for knowledge then we want to it motivates us to work harder to receive more knowledge mm-hmm. so I think we're just we come back always so excited to train harder yeah. it's always really cool to see all the talent too because I think growing up we just it was very segmented and you didn't really realize like how much there is out there mm-hmm. and you know in our generation there wasn't a lot of focus on the arts yeah. and so to see like children in class and seeing their parents really seeing the value and yeah. putting them in class and yeah. furthering those aspects of them um, is so incredible. It's exciting. It's so incredible. Yeah. So it's amazing to see the talent and see that, okay, there's there's something going on here. You yeah. know what I mean? There's, and you guys just basically here. created a platform for something that was needed, right? Yeah. Obviously, you like made a little rip and were like, hmm, and then yeah. everyone just kind of flooded through yeah. and was like, we've been waiting for this! Yeah, because yeah. yeah, it's exciting. There's kind of like this notion that, you know, uh, train, take dance seriously up until you're like 18 mm-hmm. and then after that get okay now get real mm-hmm. and start studying and go to med school or do this mm-hmm. or figure it out but don't do something that is unstable or could be right. unstable at all so yeah. I think that was exciting for us is when we see like students in class that are so young and their Aww. parents are dropping them off it's like it's so cool. amazing it's yeah. so cool and it's so funny because like growing up I think both of our like we mm-hmm. can both identify with this that we yeah. were, that we needed to be versatile yeah like, we needed to be in piano we needed to be in swimming we needed to be in dance we needed to be doing all these things and then once you get to that particular age it's like well, what do I do with all this energy now like yeah what, like where do I invest it back yeah. it's like well you don't use any of it now yeah. just now go to jo- go to work go to your job you know yeah. I mean, it's yeah. just like, okay, what do I do? You know? Yeah. That is yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's interesting that now, especially, I think more and more people are seeing that the arts is a viable oh, yeah. path. If yeah. you really want to do it, it's just as stable as anything else. Nothing yeah. is really stable, right? right. So, yeah. I mean, that's really cool to be 
opening that to a whole nother door of dancers who maybe didn't see that path here before, like you're saying. Like, I don't think that there has been any Indian crossover style that has done what you guys are doing. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's amazing. It's exciting. That's ridiculous. Um, What spots are you looking to go to next? Like, what's the, like... We're trying. India. You're trying yes. to get we to have India. That not. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and maybe so the Mexican since you guys met that Mexican restaurant. Yeah. 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 Well, oh, wow. Mexico. Full circle. We just got back to Mexico, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, India, you know, we uh, still have to make our trip there. So. You also need to, like, to probably get a stadium that fits a million people, otherwise. <laughs> yeah. The whole country would be aggravated. <laughs> Where are we supposed to stand? I know. We've made a couple of false promises. We we thought we were gonna, you know, go last year and then didn't go through and then we got some messages like, Where like where's your tour date? Yeah. Like when's it coming? So I yeah. will I wow. I yeah. look forward to seeing I know. that. Very we're excited. excited. I know. Hopefully soon. But you know, I know I get a lot of messages too, come back to India and yeah. like I don't think people realize has how difficult it is to get it's to hard. India. It's India's really far hard. Away. Yeah. <laughs> they did not make it accessible when they put it there. Like, it is Why not can't easy they get that make it accessible? <laughs> like they put it far away. Yeah, they it's far. Yes, they. Yeah, like hello. It's, it's also far. yeah, like so many. You things can't you go for to... like a weekend. No. You're going for a month. No, yeah, yeah. and that's it. Yeah. And by the end of the month, you'll almost be on the oh, right 100%. time, and then you'll come back. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, it's far. It's yeah. not an easy trip. So, yeah, and that is amazing. So, fingers crossed for India yes. 2020. Yes. Yes. No promises. Don't send no, yeah. any no crazy promises. hate mail. That's yeah. just it's on the agenda. <laughs> We're working hard for it. Yeah. So, what do you think has been, like, the biggest challenge for you guys, either individually or as a team? Like, what's something that you're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, we've had this conversation consistently that, you know, um, agency is something that we've mm-hmm. been trying to achieve for some time. Um, and because the um, grassroots of what we've done so far is so new, um, there's a lot that goes behind it that I think that people don't exactly realize. There aren't pre-existing conventions or, you know, teaching opportunities for us. We have to create all these opportunities. Mm-hmm. We have to self-host. We have a lot of overhead costs. We have a lot of different logistics and things that we have to pay mind to because yeah. these things just don't exist. Mm-hmm. So it's not just so much as just like, um, you know, having the talent or just teaching or just going on the women doing it. Like these opportunities have to exist. So we're No, doing... it's not that at all because right. what people yeah. don't see is that if you guys their classes are are packed mm-hmm. and their videos are are flying off the handle with numbers. If you guys were teaching hip hop or any other style that's already established and and right. put on these schedules whether it's for conventions or even in the big studios out here long time ago the offers would have come in for you to just become part of right. other conventions available conventions or, yeah. and stuff. Right. Like, or even just yeah. being on a regular on a roster. Right. Oh, absolutely. Stuff. You know, just all these different things. Like, there's a lot of things that go into this, and because these opportunities are not flying in at the moment, we have to create them yeah. and kind of self-host ourselves wherever... The blessing we, and the curse, right? Yeah. Wherever we go. Yeah. And so that's why also, like, when it comes to representation from an agency perspective... It's kind of like, I don't know if they know how to kind of handle that from our perspective, mm-hmm. because that's that's a lot of work for them, and it's a lot to understand. Too. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a lot to understand, which is okay, um, but I think what we've realized is that sometimes 
you can represent yourself the best in terms of like you and your team. And I think we've really started to understand that, you know, if we don't even really fully understand how to represent ourselves, then we can't really direct somebody else to do it. So I definitely think that there's been so much of a learning curve, which I appreciate and I'm super thankful for because our journey has just been so different. So, yeah. Well, how would you represent yourself? Like, what would you guys, what would you say? Like, what is the value in, in you guys and in B-Funk? Like, what is it, what should people sit up and pay attention to if they have no idea who you are or yeah. what you're doing? Yeah, I mean, I think the exciting part and something that we say in every class is that with the music that we choose, which with uh, with the dance styles that we choose, how we choreograph, we're hoping that this class can be something that somebody can find anything to relate to in that mm-hmm. class. Whether you, even if you you don't like bhangra, but you like hip hop, and so we have mixes that have hip hop in it or you know you can find your forte and then grow within that so it's not so scary because mm-hmm. that can be really intimidating coming to a class where you're like I don't understand the music I don't understand the lyrics and then I also don't know the dance style that's a little intimidating and I don't know if everybody would want that experience but this way it's like everybody can relate to something yeah and I think like you know we always say that it's a fusion of like our um, western upbringing with our eastern roots Yeah. and so we identify ourselves as like hybrids in this country and there's so many like us whether they're Indian or not Mm -hmm. and so I think that there's something really powerful about that you know know, America's a melting pot and you know and very soon you're not going to know you're not going to be able to tell where somebody's from by looking at them which is amazing Mm -hmm. and so I think that we can all kind of like find some sort of commonality in just this notion of hybrid yeah. yeah. So, yeah. How are you finding that non-Indian dancers are receiving the class? Because I know yeah. that it is an Indian class, but that you guys are not just getting yeah. people from India. You're getting all different da- now, especially yeah. all different dancers. I see you guys post yeah. clips, and it's like That's... people from all over. How are they receiving the class? And like, are they coming in yeah. like? Or, like, what's the story? They're yeah. so open, which is so exciting. And yeah. that's what Shivani kind of says this in class, too, that, you know, um, there's no way that they'll maybe understand the language at all times, which is totally fine. But it, that's why this is so wonderful yeah. is that, like, you start dancing before you start speaking, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so there's yeah. something about your body that understands, you know, that transcends beyond language. Yeah. And it, it just, you can see it in their bones, you can see it in their bodies that they just, it's just fluid for them. Mm-hmm. Like dance is primal. It, like it's just, yeah, everybody. it's transcending. It's, it's transcending and it's just so communal and it really just brings a sense of togetherness. And so to see that, it just like, oh yeah. yeah. Maybe they come in a little nervous, but they're like, within the oh, moment, yeah. they're just like taken up and you like wouldn't. Yeah, yeah like nothing was, there was no no, yeah, it was completely seamless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's amazing. That's yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, that's super amazing. Are you gonna get in the class? Yeah. I'll go. Sounds great. Yes. We're not, I've been trying, yeah. Yeah, I've been trying to come to a B-Fun yes. class for how long? I've been, I've been saying I I'm coming. But it's always the wrong time. It's I always know. the time I'm like, oh, you, should, teaching. you should plug it. When, when is it? Where Wednesdays is it? Wednesdays at 9 p.m. at West Coast Dance Theater. So tonight. <laughs> oh, Actually, not tonight. Not tonight. <laughs> we get back to teaching next week. Next week. <laughs> next week. <laughs> okay, next week. Next yeah. Wednesday. That's fair enough. I won't be here. Oh. So, yeah. There it is. Wednesday night I won't be here. But I'll find a time. I want to get in there. I really yeah, want to see yeah. what you guys are building and support it because if you guys haven't seen the videos yet, you really got to go watch them. That it's the thing about it that like I see before I see anything, anything cultural, anything stylistic in the dancing is the energy. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you can't deny the energy. You are just the like these people are literally jumping out of their bones. Like the people <laughs> on the sides are like, <laughs> ah, <laughs> like freaking out. It's so genuine and it's so like 
it's so refreshing, honestly, mm-hmm. being in the industry. And I'm sure part of what, yeah. what you're saying drove you to want to create something like this in the first place is that sometimes the energy is stale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's always refreshing to see doors yeah. open where that's not the case. And it's not competitive. And it's not angry. And yeah. it's like... Yeah. Let's just dance, yeah. y'all. Let's party. Yeah. What is like? What's coming next for B Funk? Like, what should we? What do you guys want to do? What do you like? What door are you knocking on? Besides wanting to get agency representation, yeah. which I think someone is definitely sleeping on and needs to sign you both right, right now. Sign if books. I was an agent, I would okay. sign you both. But <laughs> I know we were like, should we just create our own agency? <laughs> no. I, don't know. I mean, yeah, why not? People yeah. can be short sighted, and honestly, yeah. that's the thing. They want to come once you don't need them anymore. And yeah. Like, well, now mm-hmm. we don't need an agency. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, that's what will happen most likely. And that's, I think you guys will be better for it. Like you have been better for yeah. every other challenge that you face. You you don't need limits and you don't need, you don't even need the help. So screw, yeah. screw. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> if it's for you, I hope it comes. But well, so like, what's next? What's the big, mm-hmm. what's the big thing you're chipping away at? Um, You know, there's a, I think... India, of course, is something that we've always been working on, and we really want to hit India this year. But also um, just growing also as individuals in terms of businesswomen, entrepreneurs, um, online tutorials. That's something that we're working on right now, which is really exciting because so many of our viewers, they're not able to take Mm -hmm. our class. Not everybody Mm -hmm. lives in L.A. And so that's really exciting that we'll be able to tap into that market of really just being in your living room. That way you don't have to worry about coming to L.A., planning that trip. And so we get a lot of messages of online tutorials. How can we like teach one-on-one without flying all the way to L.A.? So that's really exciting. I think online tutorials is next yeah 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 um i'm i think you know that's something that we are constantly trying to sort out because we have so many dreams and aspirations and um we this landed in our lap um very you know not too long ago yeah and How long have you guys been building this? It's been three, three years. years. Yeah. And honestly, yeah. we weren't, I don't think, consciously building anything for the first year. Yeah. 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 Just kind of doing things. Because I was going with it. Yeah. yeah. Until I quit my job. Then yeah. At that point, then I think we were like, okay, we got to do something and make something <laughs> yeah. out of this. Yeah. We're yeah. out of time. Yeah. <laughs> but oh my God, like that time period of like six months where Chai was working full time. And we were doing B-Funk full-time. Oh, my God. Like, I will <laughs> never forget that. Like, thank God we were both single. Because it's like, otherwise it just wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Because yeah. I would, she would sneak me. I don't know if you could say it. Well, I would go I into mean, the Warner Brothers lot. <laughs> Well, I wasn't really sneaking as much as it, I mean I kind of out right. You don't work there anymore. Just tell yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I basically would get you know get her drive on passes to the lot. <laughs> to the Warner Brothers. Oh lot. God. <laughs> Sorry, Warner Brothers. Sorry. Thank you for your service. Sorry. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, so I'd get her drive on passes because I'd work there late and I'd be editing or doing a number of things, and um, she would come onto the lot. Whether even sometimes when I'm doing okay, I'll just skip that. <laughs> but um, but at night I'd be kind of working, and then she would be you know in my cube with me and just you know working on different things. She'd be editing on this side. I'd be doing my thing. I'd just be swiveling my chair back and yeah, forth. Yeah, she would literally be like, editing okay. for B-Funk, editing then, yeah, for Yeah, I'd just be back and forth, and then she she would get up for a second and do a little jig, and I'd get up and be like, okay, okay, good, back to work. And yeah. It was just like, a lot of jig. Yeah. Yeah. It was just a lot of that, and it was it was nuts, but yeah, I think like after that point, like when we when I quit my job, and then it was kind of like, okay, we're taking this seriously. We're really trying to see where this can go. Yeah. And the things that we've kind of um, come up on since that point, like we never would have guessed. Like this, this whole concept, this whole idea is so new 
that it's like this path is so uncharted that I feel like it's really interesting to see how things have evolved for dancers in the community um, and how they can now use their services in different ways and this this notion of collaboration yeah. and like and how dancers now represent themselves and how they can tap into so many different industries like it's not so niche anymore mm. um, and so because of those things like as they've been surfacing I think it's kind of changed our lens every single time as to like oh well maybe this is a possibility now maybe that's a possibility yeah. so what's coming next for you guys is like maybe oh it's changing based on like the new it's, information yeah. that's coming yeah. yeah exactly as like new information is surfacing it kind of changes like our outlook but I think at the end of the day it's really important to us to kind of constantly represent represent the South Asian dancer and yeah. like their opportunity here in this country and, and, and finding jobs for them as well as you mm-hmm. know you know giving them the hope that we're there's this there's, there's, there's a reason that we're doing this and that yeah. it's not like it's not there's not a dead end you will have opportunity in the future future so yeah and then what kind of opportunity are you hoping to see that's not available yet yeah because i I know there isn't too many jobs booking obviously like you said right there's times where you've been like i'm a bollywood dancer like we already have one we're good yeah exactly we don't need any more dancers that do that exactly so So it's tough because it's kind of like okay well that's the thing is that there's not enough like education Mm -hmm. around bollywood because there's like several several different dances and disciplines of dance like shivani grew up doing katak i grew up doing bharatanatyam they're two different classical styles of dance um and there's bhangra there's bollywood there's ras there's garba there's so many different Mm -hmm. things and so there's no such thing as like this particular Bollywood dancer being yeah. like a master or of trade Indian dancer, everything. even yeah. like yeah. an Indian dancer. Yeah. So we've already seen that, right? Yeah. And that's kind of the notion is that oh, okay, well, this Bollywood dancer has a mastering of everything, right. which is it's impossible. It's right. literally impossible. Right. So I kind of like building some education and awareness around that, but also I think like we're hoping to see like the music that we've listened to for all this time, you know, since we've um, you know as growing we've been growing up, you know, to kind of see it seep into the mainstream, mainstream and then. Yeah. You know, which would hopefully create more opportunities and jobs for, mm-hmm. um, you know, dancers alike as well. But then I also, feel like it's right there. It like, is. It, it's, it's really right there. is close. And yeah. it's just like really hoping for that. Same thing that you guys did, that yeah. little tear. Yeah. That somehow, like, once it opens, I think it'll and be And there have well been received. some, like, really big collabs. Marshmallow collabed with a huge Indian artist. And then um, Shah Rukh Khan, who's like the king of Bollywood, also did a song with Diplo. So there's been a lot of crossover. It's yeah. coming. It's yeah. just, it's there. It's almost, it's just there. like the Latin sound is like, like so prevalent mm-hmm. yes, now, yes, right? right? And I think that mm-hmm. that's that's definitely a possibility as well. So I mean, yeah. I think that. But also, well, if that happens, I think there are two queens that right. will be right at the forefront <laughs> of that, um, and we all really Let's hope go. to see it. Yeah. So I mean, I'm excited for what's to come Thank for you guys. You. I'm so impressed by what you've both Thank built, you. and I'm always watching your stuff, like just cheering you on, and and just loving that you've created. Whether just you've created something genuine and undeniable that is like magnetic. You know, mm-hmm. you watch it and you're like. Those people are living. Not only are they talented, but they're really in the moment and they're alive and they're bringing joy and and fun back into something that, you know, it it can be dead. And honestly, I just applaud you both so much to being two women in this industry. I know that's not easy. Yeah. Paving and like really paving a way for yourselves, not being handed anything. And just, like, for you guys to build this and create this and have yeah. it catch fire like that, like, it's it's so incredibly special. And yeah. so you. you have our support always, Thank and you. we're really looking forward yeah. to what's Thank to come. You. So Thank let you. everybody know where they can find you guys, because I bet by now they're dying to follow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so you can see our videos at youtube.com slash Dance, or you can follow us on Instagram at Shivani Bhagwan, at Funk or at Chaya Kumar. 
Yes. Yeah. And Danielle, where can they find you, Laura? Instagram, Danielle Rose143. <laughs> and you can find me on Instagram at Dana Alexa underscore and on YouTube at Dana Alexa Dance. We'll be back next week with a new episode. Love you guys. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal. 